Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible. Copyright 2012 Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software. Welcome back to the Daily Bible Reading. This is week 50, day 3. Today we're going to start the book of Job. Let's go to God in prayer. Heavenly Father, we pray that whatever we go through, that we will remember that you are in control. You have your purposes. You are running the world in the best way because you are God and you are good. And that we do not understand because we are humans. But we can serve you knowing that you are in control. We pray this through Jesus. Amen. Job chapter 1. There was a man in the land of Uz whose name was Job. That man was blameless and upright and God-fearing and turning away from evil. And seven sons and three daughters were born to him. Then his livestock came to be 7,000 sheep and goats and 3,000 camels and 500 pairs of oxen and 500 female donkeys, and he had very many slaves. And that man was greater than all the people of the east. And his sons used to go and hold a feast at each other's house on his day, and they would send and they would invite their three sisters to eat and drink with them. Then when the days of the feast had run their course, Job would send and he would sanctify them. Thus he would arise early in the morning and offer burnt offerings according to the number of all of them, because, Job thought, perhaps my children have sinned and cursed God in their heart. This is what Job used to do all the time. And it happened one day that the sons of God came to present themselves before Yahweh, and Satan also came into their midst. So Yahweh said to Satan, From where have you come? Then Satan answered Yahweh and said, From roaming on the earth and from walking about in it. So Yahweh said to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job? Indeed, there is no one like him on the earth, a blameless man and upright, and God-fearing and turning away from evil. Then Satan answered Yahweh and said, Does Job fear God for nothing? Have you not put a fence around him and his household, and around all that belongs to him on every side? You have blessed the work of his hands, and his livestock has increased in the land. But on the other hand, stretch out your hand and touch all that belongs to him, and see whether he will curse you to your face. So Yahweh said to Satan, Look! All that belongs to him is in your power. Only do not stretch out your hand against him. So Satan went out from Yahweh's presence. And then there was one day when his sons and his daughters were eating and drinking wine in their firstborn brother's house. And a messenger came to Job and said, The oxen were plowing and the female donkeys were feeding beside them. Then the Sabines attacked and they took them and they slew the servants by the edge of the sword. But I escaped, even I alone to tell you. While this one was still speaking, another came and said, the fire of God fell from the heavens, and it blazed up against the sheep and goats and against the servants, and it consumed them. But I escaped, even I alone, to tell you. While this one was still speaking, another came and said, The Chaldeans have formed three divisions, and they have made a raid on the camels, and they carried them away, and they struck your servants by the edge of the sword. But I escaped, even I alone, to tell you. At the time this one was speaking, another came and said, your sons and your daughters were eating and drinking wine in the firstborn brother's house. And behold, a great wind came from across the desert, and it struck the four corners of the house so that it fell upon the young people, and they died. But I escaped, even I alone, to tell you. Then Job arose and tore his outer garments and shaved his head. Then he fell upon the ground and he worshipped. Then he said, Naked I came from my mother's womb, and naked I will return there. Yahweh gives and Yahweh takes. Let Yahweh's name be blessed. In all this, Job did not sin and did not charge God with wrongdoing. Chapter 2 And then one day, the sons of God came to present themselves before Yahweh, and Satan also came into their midst to present himself before Yahweh. So Yahweh asked Satan, From where have you come? 
And Satan answered Yahweh and said, From roaming on the earth and from walking about in it? So Yahweh asked Satan, Have you considered my servant Job? Indeed, there is no one like him on the earth, a blameless man and upright and God-fearing and turning away from evil, and still he persists in his blamelessness, even though you incited me against him to destroy him for nothing. Then Satan answered and said, Skin for skin, all that a man has he will give for his life. But stretch out your hand and touch his bones and his flesh and see whether he will curse you to your face. So Yahweh said to Satan, All right, he is in your power, only spare his life. So Satan went out from Yahweh's presence, and he inflicted Job with loathsome skin sores from the sole of his foot up to the crown of his head. So he took for himself a potsherd with which to scrape himself, and he sat in the midst of the ashes. Then his wife said to him, Are you still persisting in your blamelessness? Curse God and die! So he said to her, You speak like one of the foolish women speaks. Indeed, should we receive the good from God, but not receive the evil? In all this, Job did not sin with his lips. Thus Job's three friends heard of this calamity that had come upon him. So each set out from his own place, Eliphaz the Temanite, Bildad the Shuhite, and Zophar the Naamathite, and they met together to come to console him and to comfort him. Thus they lifted up their eyes from afar, but they did not recognize him. So they raised their voice and they wept, and each man tore his outer garment and threw dust on their heads toward the sky. Then they sat with him on the ground for seven days and seven nights, but no one spoke a word to him because they saw that his suffering was very great. Chapter 3 Afterward Job opened his mouth and cursed his day. Thus Job spoke up and said, Let the day perish on which I was born, and the night that said a man-child is conceived. Let that day become darkness. May God not seek it from above, nor may daylight shine on it. Let darkness and deep shadow claim it. Let clouds settle on it. Let them terrify it with the blackness of day. Let darkness seize that night. Let it not rejoice among the days of the year. Let it not enter among the number of the months. Look, let that night become barren. Let a joyful song not enter it. Let those who curse the day curse it, those who are skilled at rousing Leviathan. Let the stars of its dawn be dark, let it hope for light, but there be none, and let it not see the eyelids of dawn, because it did not shut the doors of my mother's womb, nor did it hide trouble from my eyes. Why did I not die at birth? Why did I not come forth from the womb and expire? Why did the knees receive me and the breasts that I could suck? For now I would lie down, and I would be at peace, I would be asleep, Then I would be at rest, with kings and counselors of the earth, who rebuild ruins for themselves, or with high officials who have gold, who fill up their houses with silver. Or why was I not hidden like a miscarriage, like infants who did not see the light? There the wicked cease from troubling, and there the weary are at rest. The prisoners are at ease together, they do not hear the oppressor's voice. The small and the great are there, and the slave is free from his masters. Why does he give light to the one in misery, and life to those bitter of soul, who wait for death, but it does not come, and search for it more than for treasures, who rejoice exceedingly, and they are glad when they find the grave? Why does he give light to a man whose way is hidden, and God has fenced him in all around? For my sighing comes before my bread, and my groanings gush forth like water, because the dread that I feel has come upon me, and what I feared befalls me. I am not at ease, and I am not at peace, and I do not have rest. Thus turmoil has come. Now to the book of Psalms. Psalm 29, a psalm of David. 
Ascribe to Yahweh, O sons of God, ascribe to Yahweh glory and strength. Ascribe to Yahweh the glory due his name. Worship Yahweh in holy array. The voice of Yahweh is over the waters. The God of glory thunders. Yahweh is over many waters. The voice of Yahweh is powerful. The voice of Yahweh is majestic. The voice of Yahweh breaks the cedars. Yahweh shatters even the cedars of Lebanon, and he makes them skip like a calf, Lebanon and Syrian like a young wild ox. The voice of Yahweh flashes flames of fire. The voice of Yahweh shakes the wilderness. Yahweh shakes the wilderness of Kadesh. The voice of Yahweh causes deer to give birth and strips the forest bare. And at his temple, all in it say, Glory! Yahweh sits enthroned at the flood, and Yahweh sits as king forever. May Yahweh give strength to his people. May Yahweh bless his people with peace. Now to the New Testament. Revelation chapter 10. And I saw another powerful angel descending from heaven, wrapped in a cloud, and a rainbow over his head, and his face was like the sun, and his feet were like pillars of fire, and holding in his hand a little scroll that was opened. And he put his right foot on the sea, and his left foot on the land. And he cried out with a loud voice, like a lion roars. And when he cried out, the seven thunders sounded their own voices. And when the seven thunders spoke, I was about to write. And I heard a voice from heaven saying, Seal up the things which the seven thunders spoke, and do not write them. And the angel whom I saw standing on the sea, and on the land, raised his right hand to heaven, and swore by the one who lives forever and ever, who created heaven and the things in it, and the earth and the things in it, and the sea and the things in it. There will be no more delay. But in the days of the sound of the seventh angel, whenever he is about to blow the trumpet, then the mystery of God is completed, as he announced to his own slaves, the prophets. And the voice that I had heard from heaven was speaking with me again and saying, Go, take the open scroll in the hand of the angel who is standing on the sea and on the land. And I went to the angel and told him to give me the little scroll. And he said to me, Take and eat it up, and it will make your stomach bitter, but in your mouth it will be sweet as honey. And I took the little scroll from the hand of the angel and ate it up, and it was sweet as honey in my mouth. And when I had eaten it, my stomach was made bitter. And they said to me, It is necessary for you to prophesy again about many peoples and nations and languages and kings. Well, the common theme I see today is how God is in control. Nothing happens without his permission. We can be thankful of that because he knows what he's doing. He knows best. Well, until next time, let's keep meditating on the word of God.